is in the know for Wednesday, May 3, the 123rd day of 2023. There are 242 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know with K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. What will we do weather-wise as we're halfway through Derby Week? We'll tell you about that and get you all caught up on everything you need to know. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. The is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. We talked about you yesterday that you probably have a new favorite hockey team. I do. Or it looks like you yeah. could have a favorite new hockey team. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you be having an Ottawa Senators jersey if the deal goes through? Um, I, I don't know. Maybe. You would wear one if one were purchased one. for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's but, good. Are you also uh, ready for a warmer day and more sunshine? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You got big plans for the day? Uh, Possibly. Possibly. A little, a little gardening? Uh, yes, I think that's what's <laughs> going to be happening. <laughs> that yeah. good. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Extension Service Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Morning. Oh, wait a minute. Try it again. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? I was all confused by all these buttons. That's okay. I, I, I ran across a piece of information today that I think some of the people you work with it might be helpful. Okay. Bacon bacon can be addicting. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Researchers so. found foods like bacon can alter the brain in similar ways to heroin and cocaine. The brain releases bursts of dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone, when we gobble down that bacony goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You work with a lot of pork producers? I, well, though, a few that are left here, yes. but yeah. And I'm a liaison for... The pork producers with the ag agents. So yeah. So well, then if we have few pork producers left, where's our where's our bacon coming from? Uh, it's coming from Midwest. Yeah, yeah. That's where the pork mm-hmm. producers have gone. Yep. Is there a reason they thrive there? Corn. Corn. Closer to the corn. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yep. Um, are you? Um, are how? Where are you in the equine sphere? Like, do you love Derby <laughs> Week? Do you? Do you? I. <sighs> I want to say that I like it, but I, over the years, I have, I just get too busy and I can't do it. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I'll watch the Derby. I may, you know, we may do some house bets on a few, like, you know, do the pots or whatever that are amongst our friends and, and get a horse. But other than that, that's about it. But from the ag community, there's really no overlap between the horse and equine industry and the ag industry or their, their their interactions between the two. Their interactions definitely, most definitely are. But as far as me personally, no, there's not a, you know, I don't do a whole lot with, and honestly, we have a lot of equine in this County. That's not necessarily thoroughbred, but right. it is. Uh, we do have a pretty significant equine. You just don't see it because the census data doesn't show it because there's not that, you know, there's. it's just hard to mark which way it goes. Okay, so most importantly, do you have the ability to get us in those new penthouses at Churchill Downs I on wish. Derby Day? No, I, unfortunately, okay. All right, no. if you ever run across those, keep, <laughs> us in, uh, keep us in mind. One of the things, too, they've also added this year, it's just really smart. Uh, down in the first turn, mm-hmm. it used to be just basically bleachers and grandstands down there. 
but they have built some they've built some suites over there because that's the best look. Yeah. When you're down in turn one looking back at the grandstand and the twin spires, I'd rather watch that all day yes. than be in the twin spires and yes. you know, so I uh, they're kind of getting getting wise to that. We'll talk about the Derby field coming up uh, as the uh, as we get further into the show. Sunny and warmer midweek and we'll kind of get a little warmer into the weekend as we uh, wrap up the Derby week. So uh, the upcoming weekend is trending dry for now, but we'll keep an eye on that. I think some rain on Friday, Oaks Day. I think the rain will end about 9 o'clock on mm-hmm. Saturday morning. So around the time the plant fair is about to kick up into yeah. high gear, yeah. I think your Saturday late morning hours will be good for attending the plant fair. Mm-hmm. But you know, the pavement may be, still be a little bit wet, so just yeah. be considerate of that. They have reduced the rain chances for Friday down to 30%. Mm-hmm. They were higher than that yesterday. So, But Derby Day looking uh, pretty good. But then a chance of rain Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But some of that's heat-related. There's uh, When we get into the upper 70s and lower 80s, that could be your isolated afternoon thunder shower more than your And I'm d- kind of ready for that. Rain. I'm ready for the warmer weather. Right. Yeah, oh, we've yeah. had a long... Uh, what. Blackberry winter? Is yeah, that what this I think been? that's what they're calling We've been, it. We've uh, had an extended Blackberry winter. But for the steamboat race today, mostly sunny, high of 65, clear in 42. Thurby is tomorrow. That's a high of 73. Is the steamboat race fixed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, they know. Yeah. they've got it all worked out before mm-hmm. they start, don't they? Um, if you get out and travel in the middle <laughs> of the night for whatever reason, or you're traveling up and down the parkway, keep in mind the transportation cabinet beginning tonight and tomorrow night are setting the new bridge beams on the overpass bridge in Clarkson. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that and to set those beams, they'll do, um, let's see, they're alternating. The They will be doing, I want to make sure I give you the right one. Um, spans on the eastbound side will be set tonight, so going toward Elizabethtown. Mm-hmm. And then spans on the westbound side will be set tomorrow night. And while they're doing that, they will force traffic off the off-ramp and then cross the little bridge there and then back onto the on-ramp and rejoin the parkway. So that'll be one side tonight, one side tomorrow night. So just be aware of that, you know, if you're out. They're doing it in the overnight hours to minimize the disruption to traffic and keep things uh, keep things going. Uh, we'll circle back to some parkway congestion yesterday. The We've been looking since the weekend, or not we, but they've been looking since the weekend for the Texas gunman mm-hmm. who shot his neighbor's over uh, some type of domestic issue. Uh, They've found him hiding under a pile of clothes in a house, but they also have arrested his wife, a 53-year-old Divamara Lamar Nava. I don't know exactly. She must have been been harboring or had information that she wouldn't disclose or something, but uh, she's been... The world is getting crazier. Yes, it is. Well, and I didn't know about the Paducah story we're about to get to in just a minute. Um, but a, a crash, this time yesterday, we're telling you the parkway westbound at Caneyville was closed and they were uh, running traffic onto US 62. But I learned later there's construction on US 62, <laughs> which was creating congestion. So it left people scrambling. You know, then you got a couple of options. You can go over to Rough River and cut over to Cloverport and 60 down that way. You could go to Morgantown and hit yeah. 231 and go back up that way. So there are options, but it made for some snarls yesterday. But two semi-trucks wrecked near the 78-mile marker about 630 yesterday morning. The westbound parkway was shut down for about four hours while they worked the scene and the semis were cleared from the area. So no uh, information on injuries or anything like that. That would be 
mm-hmm. be being handled by uh, Ohio County agencies. A vehicle's passenger has been arrested on a drug trafficking charge after the LPD and GCSO located a large amount of methamphetamine and over $600 in cash. The um, uh, Litchfield police officer Ty Whitaker conducted a traffic stop on US 62. In the passenger seat, Whitaker identified a 33-year-old Justin Goodman of Cecilia. Uh, Goodman was asked to exit the vehicle, at which time he was observed that was determined to be a pill bottle containing methamphetamine, and he had more than 10 grams of methamphetamine and in excess of $630 in cash. I think he was part of some pretrial diversion or something that was Mm. following an arrest uh, in Edmondson County a couple of years ago. So um, obviously when they they do that, you're kind of pledging to walk the straight and narrow, but seems to have come short of that. Gunfire broke out in the parking lot of a venue where an after-prom party was being held down in Paducah, injuring four people. No one has been arrested in the shooting, which was reported early Sunday. Investigators were checking leads and urged anyone with information to come forward. So, yeah, another... Nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah, that's right. Um, (laughs) That's always what I was told. Birth... Hmm. Well, well, you know, in Alabama, it was that birthday party where there was yeah. a shooting and yeah. had a Sweet 16 party. And mm-hmm. just, it's ridiculous. Um, complete and total ridiculousness. The Legislative Ethics Commission says the trend of higher spending continued this year as lobbying interest spent a record $9.343 million for the short 2023 legislative session, topping the previous record of eight point four. Uh, $548 million set in 2022 for the first three months of the year. Total spending on advertising, supporting, or opposing legislation was about a million dollars, which is an all-time record. A lot of that was the legislative debate over gaming. gaming there was a whole yeah. lot of attention. They were trying to get attention for gaming. The, the previous record was back in 2015 where it was a little over a million dollars. The top two overall lobbying spenders in March were over legislation to prohibit the so-called gray machines, which ultimately passed. Mm -hmm. And then the Merchants Coalition spent about a half million dollars opposing the ban. And that was the highest amount spent on advertising during the session, which um, it said included an RV rental that allowed legislators and others to try out the games at issue. So they rolled up an RV with gray machines out front of the Capitol and said, y'all come on in. Oh, my gosh. That would That's be funny. funny. The yeah. second highest overall spender were, were the Kentuckians against illegal gambling, and uh, they spent about $348,000. So is that just the short session, or is that – I mean, that's not comparable to the long session. I would imagine there would be more spent during what, the long session. Right? You would think so, and I would think so, but I just – I, I think I'm taking from this. It says it was it was comparable over last year, which was a long session. So it was nine point three four three million for this year's short short session. It was eight point five four eight for last year's okay. long session. Well, I guess too the the type of legislation that they're trying to push and trying to vote on has a little bit to do with it. I would imagine it does, and and it's also a bit of a shell game mm-hmm. because it's a. 60-day session mm-hmm. spread over three months, but when right. they have a longer session, it's still spread over three months. They're just in session more days. Right. So it really, if you're paying lobbyists to be on site or you're buying media mm-hmm. or it's the same number of, of days, it's just 
they're they're actually in session less days to accomplish more legislation. The state police announced yesterday they are now accepting applications from Kentuckians through an online portal for their cadet class, which is scheduled to begin early next year. Those men and women accepted to join cadet class 104, which is slated to begin in January, will earn $65,000 annually, have access to an improved retirement system with a sick leave buyback program and opportunity to work closer to home. So, you know, we've marveled over the last few years that uh, the what you would expect would be your premier law enforcement agency in the state was actually um, uh, less than a lot yeah, of the cities. Like over one hundredth. Yeah. You know, like they ranked over one hundredth or something really high that you wouldn't you wouldn't expect to be the case. Uh, this story is not a local story, but for whatever reason, it tugged at me yesterday. I saw it on the national news, and hon, I pulled you aside and said, "You got to see this story." Yes. A bride leaving her wedding reception down in Folly Beach, South Carolina, was killed when a woman driving under the influence and well over twice the speed limit, almost three times the speed limit, slammed into the back of a golf cart on a South Carolina beach road. Data retrieved from Jamie Lee Komorowski's rental car indicated she was driving 65 miles an hour and only briefly hit the brakes before she hit a golf cart around 10 o'clock Friday night on Folly Beach. The speed limit on the island near Charleston is 75, 25 miles per hour. 34-year-old Samantha Miller of Charlotte, North Carolina, died in the wreck. Miller had just gotten married five hours earlier. I saw the photographer mm-hmm. put, it was it was viral, you know, it had mm-hmm. already gone viral, but the mm-hmm. photographer took uh, put on social media the last picture of her that she took. So, I mean, imagine, you know, that wedding Mm-hmm. Wedding reception, that's about five hours, ending the evening, starting our lives together, what's supposed to be the best day of your life. You say your I do's, and then imagine for him, he's a widower, mm-hmm. five hours into, and because someone chose not only to drive under the influence, but at an excessive rate of speed, and um, hit all four, all four people were hospitalized and seriously injured. And I don't know, I saw that booking photo, and I don't know, there's something weird about that. It's a, an emptiness or a something that's there. That, and maybe I'm trying to project, you know, yeah. what I would think you should feel like in that case. But anyway, it just sort you of... You just never know. It just broke my heart. Yeah, that, it did me uh, too. I saw it. I, like you said, I saw look, it, and it was tragedy, Tragedies like that are awful anytime. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, people love weddings. You know, oh, yeah. whether you've been married for a year or you've been married for 50 years, you go to a wedding, and they're moving and new love and life's together and... All those things, and just for it to not only be cut short, but ended before it really ever got started, is right. just exceptionally sad to me. There is a story at K105.com today if you want to feel good, uh, which I think we all do. Sometimes we have to go looking for the content that makes us feel a little bit better. But there is a recap of the Night of Stars that was held for the eighth year, something that uh, Donna Van Meter and others, but she's the main coordinator and coordinates volunteers in the community and uh, gets businesses and dignitaries, and they have that down at uh, Potter's Hope. They have a DJ, basically like a prom, where we are championing about 120 people with um, disabilities of some kind and just kind of celebrating them and making them feel special. And so... 
um, you know, limo rides and good food and all that stuff. Such and a so good thing. We see it every year. You know, there's, yeah. a, there's kind of a companion event around Christmas mm-hmm. that they do, which is good. So I mean, it's a great <laughs> ministry, and I, you know, it just just well done and it's uh, always a pleasure to kind of cover those stories and talk about great things you can see all about it pictures and everything at k105.com looks like everybody had a great time we got to get to a break we'll come back going to break down the derby 149 field got that and more coming up here on in the notes today is two different color shoes day listen this morning it could have happened hey that that's the thing with like basketball shoes right now yeah Wearing two different colors. Well, today's the day. It's I the almost, same shoes. I almost had to colors. wear one shoe. Uh, honey, these shoes I have on, I almost came to get you this morning because I thought I was going crazy. I only had one shoe. <laughs> like, I cannot find the mate to this shoe, and that's unlike me. Like, I don't leave shoes scattered everywhere, And but... Irona had yeah. taken the other one and pushed it under some clothes. <laughs> okay. And I when I pulled the clothes back, I was like, oh, there's my shoe. Yeah. Thanks, Irona. Yeah. It's always something yeah. exciting. Always. <laughs> it's Wordsmith Irona. Day today. It is. You're not going to do any wordsmithing? I don't. My son's testing today. He's probably going to have to do some wordsmithing. Just one more Bless excuse it. for miscellaneous merriment. Uh-huh. How scintillating. But somehow yet egregious. Hmm. Uh, garden meditation day today. Okay. <laughs> You're doing some gardening. So you can do yeah, a little, I may do a need some meditation Meditation. With it. Mm-hmm. And it is the, maybe these would be companions. It is the great American grump out. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. A day to focus <laughs> on humor and positive behaviors in an effort to lighten up the mood and ward off grumpiness, crabbiness, and rudeness for 24 hours. Listen, that needs to be extended. Do you all know some grumpy gills? I do. I'm a grumpy gill some days. You are? Yeah, some days. Does anyone ever call you out on it and yeah. say, hey, come on, Every grumpy day. gills? Every day that I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you all, uh, in the lead up to this week, we've thrown in a little horse information along the way mm-hmm. through the qualifiers. Have you all started in any way studying studying the derby field? Couldn't tell you. The not, first horse. Not really. I've jotted down names here and there when you when you've talked, but I don't even know where that notebook is right now. So. Here, here's the one that you need. Forte was installed as the favorite at okay. three to one for the Derby, and then the Oaks was War Paint. Paint. We'll get to the we'll get to the Oaks in a minute. <laughs> but Forte is coming out of gate fifteen, and was installed as the early favorite. But uh, we spent some time on them yesterday. Chase but I now have them. I now have them kind of ranked for some people that sort of know what they're talking about. Okay. <laughs> this should be the order. This is a possible order from worst to first. Down at number 20 is two fills. So even though the line yesterday was 12, 12 to 1. Yeah. So maybe this is not something. Maybe. Oh, I know what it is. One of the things that's bothering me about this horse it, there should be no apostrophe in it. Oh, yeah, because it's not two of fills. It's two fills. Two fills. There's two of them. Not They're not. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not, yeah, because nothing belongs. Right. I want to know the story of Jace's Road. I bet there's a sad story to that. Probably. What did you think hit show was funny? Oh, me? I mean, the common parlance, you know, of the way some people refer to things that aren't going well. Oh, yeah. 
but instead it's a hit show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Kings Barnes. That's a weird royal name. Mm-hmm. Raise Kane. Uh, raising Kane might uh-huh. be better. Jace's Road. Yeah, I don't know the story, but. I'm sure they'll have something on I it. I mean, if you want to just bet the long shot, you might as well. 50 to 1 as of yesterday. I may do it anyway. Uh, verifying. I hate those CAPTCHA, I'm not a robot thing, where it <laughs> verifies your identity. So that, I don't like that. Sun Thunder. The sun does not thunder. No, it doesn't. Derma Sodagake. Is that a Japanese horse? I'm talking Japanese, I'm talking, talking Japanese, I really think so. Derma, like dermatologist? A Japanese dermatologist? Huh. By the surname of Sodagake? I don't know. I'm looking at the list over here. There's now. Skinner from The Simpsons, <laughs> Principal Skinner. Uh-huh. Continuar. I'll just keep going. I don't know about Mage. This one makes me uncomfortable. M-A-G-E. Is it Maggie? Is it Maj? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a derivative of magic? I don't know. I'll probably have to bet on it because the silks are pink and Caroline likes pink. Okay. Reincarnate. Sam always goes with pink. Yeah, he was talking about yesterday, Mm Tappet Trace. He called Tappet Trace. Well, see, Tappet, yeah. uh, Tappet Trice, sorry. Tappet Trice. I wonder if that's like Tappet, you know, remember there was, wasn't it Tappet that was an actual horse in the derby? Tap, tap. I don't know. I feel like that's. Tappet Trice, then practical move. I mean, you want your horses to make practical moves. Mm-hmm. You don't want them willy-nilly Mm-mm. railed outside and back and forth again. You want them to be practical. Lord Miles, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, Derby, Mile, you know, mm-hmm. so Rocket Can. See, rocket, rocket Can. Is it Can or Cane? It's Can, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I like this oh, one. Oh, yeah. They let, this is on mine. It's a typo. The one on the screen says Cane. It, uh, oh. No, not Rocket. Where is it, Rocket? It's Rocket. Oh, it is Rocket. Oh, can. Can. Yeah. I see it. I was looking. Well, at the wrong so thing. this is a roan horse, and ooh, I like the silvers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So that's I'm I'm leaning toward the roan. Hmm. So far. Okay. Uh, Forte. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you're a music person. And what about Angel of Empire? Angel of Empire sounds like I can hear a famous derby call. And down the stretch they come, paced mm-hmm. by Angel of Empire. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Angel of Empire by three lengths to win Derby 149. So yes. Tappet Trice is also the silvery gray uh, roan. It's, um, right. How are we... How are we feeling about another derby without Bob Baffert? Yeah. It'll probably be the last one. Are we okay? Or is he, or will he come back? Sure. sure okay, like, here's my think? thing, though. He's probably not there in person, but I would almost guarantee you that his horses are there. Oh, yeah. He handed, he, he assigned yeah. some horses out there. He's obviously <laughs> Yeah, he's involved. not, he's not. Is he allowed to, uh, is he allowed to, as my wife says, step foot on the place? <laughs> Like, I know he's not allowed. I don't know what he's going to tell on me. I know, I know he's not allowed to have horses in the Derby, but being banned from the Derby is I, it? Don't... I don't know. He said he wasn't coming though. Like, what is that by choice or is that by somebody yeah. somebody saying you can't be there? That's a good. That's a good choice. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Now, I didn't know the answer to this, and I still don't necessarily know the answer. 
But we had a discussion on Easter Sunday Mm -hmm. about butter and the fridge or butter left on the table. Honey, do you remember we had this conversation? Oh, absolutely. Okay, where do you stand? Well, I I have always been a a fridge butter person, but I think I think older generations I think are butter on the table people. You seem you're nodding as if you have strong feelings. I'm more of a I used to be a butter in the fridge, but it's a if it's real butter, it's it's stable, so you can put it on the yeah. on the table and it'll be okay. And then you don't have to worry about you know I, I breaking your knife mm-hmm. when you try to you know get a slice off of it for your toast in the morning. That's why I'm not a butter user, by the way, because when it comes out of the refrigerator, it's cold and it's unspreadable. So I just go. So maybe nah, I'm you not need to use it. maybe you need to do a butter on the table. No, the one in the bowl is spreadable. It's better, but, but it's not, still not good. Room temperature butter just spreads so quickly. I agree. And if we were toast eaters or actually used it, Mm -hmm. I mean, other than Lou, and I mean, I would be on the table because, and I considered that this morning, but I didn't do it. See, and I I mean, I know what you're talking about the spreadable Mm -hmm. butter. You know, it's, and we've gone away from margarine. We are butter. Mm -hmm. We're back to butter. So the compromise one expert suggests, and this might be where, this might be an area where Whitney and Natalie intersect mm-hmm. because from the ag side and the family and consumer sciences side, the solution is offered as decide how much butter you use like in a two-day period and just put that out in your butter mm-hmm. dish. Yeah. So that way it's room temperature, but you don't have to worry, boy, is that all that butter going to go bad mm-hmm. or whatever? Well, so. and. You can purchase it the way that we sometimes do in in the half stick. Half yeah. sticks, so, that's what I was going to recommend. Yeah. yeah, I find them to be much more easy. Or how about that's you do this and just make use. your own? Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just mean, I wouldn't cream mind and shake it up. I wouldn't mind to do that, but I think of all the other things I'd rather do. Yeah, like gardening. Seeds. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe somebody else will churn the butter. I don't know. Not in my house, probably not. Mm-hmm. What is it, this? This is you. I'm do? not it. I'm not it. I'm not doing not butter. <laughs> if I use that a lot. If you're planning summer travel, keep in mind they're uh, the most expensive destinations to fly this summer include Europe and Asia. International airfare is expected to reach a five-year high with the priciest flights being both Europe and Asia. The price of a plane ticket to Asia is currently 60% higher than pre-pandemic mm-hmm. with a good deal coming in at more than $1,600. Cost of a flight to Europe is 24% higher compared to the same time period with a good deal still totaling about more than $1,000. So I guess we'll just stay home. Or at least (laughs) stay domestically. Mm. I wouldn't mind to go to Europe at some point, but it's not in my cards right at the moment. Definitely going to go. Maybe when it doesn't cost $1,600 to go to Asia. We might also go there. It's a long way. A lot of jet fuel to get to Asia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, they don't really make, they can't make the planes infinitely bigger to put more people on them because then they also would just use more fuel, et cetera. So the ticket prices still remain, would remain high. But it's a combination of things, demand, fuel prices, et cetera, et cetera, and limited availability. Now, somewhat more economically, you could fly to Las Vegas and see much of the world. 
You can see the Great Pyramids. <laughs> you can see Paris. You can see, you know, you can go to the Roman Coliseum. You, when are you and Kyle Vegas people? I've never been, but we want to go. Been? You want to go? Yeah. That's actually on our list to do in the next few years. Ten things you should do on the Vegas Strip. By the way, not my list, but we'll talk about. <laughs> I want your, your list knowledge may vary. I'll, give, I'll, I'll tell you which of these I might or might not okay. have done. Is that fine? One, visit an exhibit. Okay. So, for instance, M&M's Chocolatiers has a big exhibit in their store. It's kind of a quasi-museum down around MGM Grand. But there are a bunch of exhibits that you can see. Okay. Uh, the Mirage Volcano Show. It is before the Bellagio had the fountains, which we'll get to in a moment. The Volcano Show at the Mirage was the free entertainment on the street that people would gather around and stop. They also have that big pirate show at TI outside that is free and you can see. So there are several things. Uh, number three, get a good spot for the fountain show at Bellagio. I recommend it from the resort side. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Yes. It's not near uh, as crowded. No, not nearly <laughs> as crowded. Matter of yeah. fact, you almost have the place to yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Just Booty bump them right out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd oh, like Lord. to know how many times I've seen that fountain show. It's been a few. I Yeah. I mean, I have, I wouldn't have no way to even calculate it. So in case you've never been, it happens every 30 minutes from 3 to 6.30, then every 15 minutes from 7 to midnight. Then on holidays, they do a little different schedule. See a Vegas theater show. Go see one of them. I don't care which one you go to, but go go to one of them. There are plenty. Whether you want to go see O, whether you want to go see Michael Jackson's One, you go see the other Beatles Love, you go like, and then mm-hmm. there are all kinds of ranging that traditional, you know, Vegas showgirl <laughs> show, whatever, whatever you want to do. Now, I've not been on this one, and there's a very good reason for it. The High Roller Observation Wheel is a 550-foot-tall Ferris wheel on the Vegas Strip, which you can also see while you're watching the Bellagio no. uh, fountain. I'm not sure I'd do you that. say no? Uh, see, here's the thing. The reason that he, he hasn't is me. Uh-huh. If, if, if I could, I, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. If okay. I could get on that and nobody else was going to get on it because that's what takes so long. Yeah, is the feeling of the You have to feel it. So it takes so long. You get your butt in your seat, your little, you know, whatever that's called, and you unless you're at the tail end, I mean, it, even if you are at the tail end, they still have to unload. So you're on there for a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just want to put me on it, you know, he and I and just go around one time, I would do it. Well, here's here are the misleading things for me and the mm-hmm. Ferris wheel. I kind of think of it like the Ferris wheel at the county fair. You get on, you go around four times. No, this is just one revolution. <gasps> oh. But it is so big that it functions kind of like if you've if you've been to Disney World in recent years, they have the Skyliners and the gondolas come down mm-hmm. and they never stop moving. You get on them while they're moving. So the way they mm-hmm. load those, whether it's the London Eye or these, they're so huge, they're turning at, a, at, at one revolution per hour, I think is what it is. And so you never, everybody just walks on and sits down. You don't stop and then you move up one spot and they load this car. And it's not herky-jerky. It's a constant flowing motion but still when you get up there to the top when you crest it and you've got a you know 360 degree view 
with a glass bottom gondola, I think even I might feel a little bit unsettled about that. Mm-hmm. But the glass bottom would get me, I think. Uh, kind of like the whole Chicago, you can go out to the top of uh, the Willis and, Tower. Mm-hmm. Nope. There is no way. Mm-mm. Now, I would fly all day long, but if I'm up that's something about being up in and no, still say, in something. No way, but for a an absolutely ridiculous amount of money, uh-huh. maybe. Well, surprisingly, you know, she went to the arch last summer and it didn't no, bother her at all. I can no. do the arch. I did the arch as a kid, and I the, what got me was the swaying. No, I didn't. The pods yeah. you ride in to the top of the arch bothered me more than the height of the arch. Yes, because yeah. I don't like that closed uh, in. Yeah, I, know, I remember I that. I set the timer on my phone. They said how long it takes. I'm like, okay, now I know exactly how many seconds it is. Uh, you okay. can go to Paris. If you go to the Paris Resort, they have a lot. They have the Eiffel Tower, of course, but they got the Arc de Triomphe, and they got a bunch mm-hmm. of other Parisian stuff you might like. At the New York, New York, they do have the Big Apple, uh, the Big Apple Coaster. Um, we ever been on that? No, I don't think we Not have. To my knowledge. I mean, I don't. Think uh, so. You can do a, <laughs> a gondola ride through the Strip. Oh, yeah, it's at the Venetian. You can do a gondola ride. No, that is something that we've talked about. I think. Yeah. That's- what I. We walk through that shopping center, though, and sometimes I think, well, that's just as good. You get to hear them sing and whatever. I'd rather go sit down at Wolfgang. <laughs> You'd Pots rather actually eat. go to Venice and have a gondola yeah, ride. Probably. Yeah, probably. Of course, you. we've never done this, but I've never been to the famous Las Vegas sign. You know, so many people have their picture made in front of it. The yeah. actual one when you roll into town. And then you can, you know, roam around all the hotels and resorts. See, and you that can would kill be me. all I think kinds I would of time just doing wanna, that. I think I would just want to walk. I think that's what I'd want to do. I just want to go see everything. It's, it's fun to walk. We, mm-hmm. I don't know. We probably do Vegas a little different than, uh, it, we're not as touristy when yeah. it comes to Vegas. Well, if you've been there, if you visit often enough, then it starts say. to feel a little mm-hmm. more comfortable. You know what to do, what not to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. And we... When we travel also, we never feel the need, we got to do it all. Right. Or we'll, it's just do what you can and enjoy it and go on. But that's why people make a mistake at Disney World is like, we got to see everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're going to ruin your trip by doing mm-hmm. that. So anyway, summer travel season is uh, coming up. So there's some tips on that. I'll give you the real list later. Okay. We got to get to a break. <laughs> Come back. All right, more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know Donkey Kong got his name because its creator believed donkey meant stupid in English and he wanted to convey the impression that the character was a stupid ape. So he got donkey wrong. So it's Donkey Kong. Huh. I always enjoy saying it's on like donkey. It's on like donkey. You say that quite a bit. That's right. Uh, you're hearing the Tonight Show theme from the Roots. I was going to say. When you hear familiar. it tonight, it'll be uh, it'll be a rerun because of the writer's strike. May affect oh. your favorite TV shows, and Late Night are the first to go because they write every day. You know, they got to write a monologue every day, and so um, they're the first to go. Some of your soap operas are uh, far enough into production that they don't feed those weekly. They're far enough out in shooting. But knowing that th- there will be a gap at some point or they'll have to compress or do something because they're going to stop feeding with the writing content, which means they'll have to stop uh, production. The last time this happened, which has been um, about 07, 08, been 15 years, and that is when reality TV went to an all-time high because the strike lasted for 100 days and production companies started going, well, what's our workaround? So that's when you started seeing 
Duck Dynasty, you started seeing the Kardashians, you started seeing more and more. So your 90 days and your other unscripted stuff, those are, those, there's very little reality in reality TV anymore. I think it's encouraged or guided, even though it's not scripted. And in fact, they just call it unscripted now. They don't really call it reality, but uh, it all comes back to streaming. The writers aren't compensated in the same way for shows that appear on Netflix Versus. that they are on uh, linear television. But you look at some of the most successful shows on Netflix, they're more popular than linear television. So they are really going to have to upset the apple cart and reestablish what the landscape looks like in the new normal when it relates to streaming and all that. We we stream, all of our television now is streamed, mm-hmm. but we watch it just like television. Like we don't, yeah. it's coming live, but it's come via a stream. We're not using over the air. So our experience is the same. I would expect the people who are creating the content should be compensated the same. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all works out. Oh, by the way, that writer's strike will delay the return of Pete Davidson to SNL. SNL will be a rerun this week. Pete Davidson was scheduled host. Uh, Speaking of streaming, Disney uh, Dancing with the Stars is leaving Disney Plus after one year. So season 32 will be back on ABC. And this is a perfect example. The Dancing with the Stars audience is the demographic that just wants to turn the clicker on yes, and press five. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I watch channel five. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They don't, they don't want plus and minus mm-hmm. and stream <laughs> and the Hulu Roku. <laughs> they don't, they yeah. don't want, it's like on oh, yeah. five. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's who's watching Dancing with the Stars. That's mm-hmm. right. That is right. So it was a nice little experiment to move it over there to Disney yeah. Plus, but they went. Nah. Uh, how, how many people watched? Nah. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> it was the mamas of the competitors. Yeah. <laughs> they they tuned in. Ed, Ed Sheeran says he will be done with music if he's found guilty in the Marvin Gaye copyright trial. Can he do it? Can he walk away? Can he be done with I don't music? No, but I don't really care. Well, not only that, but I mean, See? did he really do it? One. I mean, if that's the case, I don't. That's an earworm in itself. So, I mean, if he were to copyright it, I don't know that it would have been on purpose. You you lived life without Ed Sheeran. You'll probably mm. live life without also, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> all of these remakes of songs mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. How come they don't get? I mean, because Mariah Carey is all over some of these new music. Those there's permi- Ice Cube. There's a song. Those samples are usually given with permission. Okay. So they usually work that out on the publishing. And what it is is they just said, and this, this is really interesting about the trial because it really goes back to, as Dennis said yesterday, Bach used all the chords. So mm-hmm. any music that's created, yeah. you're just using chords that have been created, but maybe the order has changed, but you got this much music and you go, well, something is going to duplicate. But they've got some rules 
uh, you know, on, so on what is and what is. Yeah, yeah, consecutive number of beats, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But in his case, he actually showed the progressions. Like on his trial, that's the performance that he did. And he says, here's where I started with the song. And here are the multiple ways the song evolved to the finished product. And he's saying if it had been copied, it would be fruit of the poisonous tree, if you will, in that the copyright infringement would have existed all the way along. And he's just saying, here's where I started and here's where I finished. You know, me and Picasso happened to paint the same boat, but we didn't paint the same competition uh, composition. Right. You know, well, Picasso and I didn't do anything. I got you. You know what I mean? Yep, so I do. it will be interesting to see how it ends because it will never settle once and for all. But, you know, who's copying this and who's copying that? So we'll mm-hmm. see. But best best of luck to you, Ed. Yeah. And not only is Kevin Costner getting a divorce from Taylor Sheridan on that. Yellowstone, he's getting a divorce from wife Christine Costner after 18 years of marriage. Something happened. Kevin Costner suddenly impossible to deal with. Maybe I wondered what was going on too. He made he made Taylor Sheridan mad, and so they split the canned goods on Yellowstone, and now he's splitting the canned goods at home. Got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. EMB's point to ponder for today. I'm going to need to qualify it, but I'll throw it out to you first, and then we'll we'll qualify it. What's the most boring sport, and what would you do to make it more exciting? Well, we're first going to have to figure out what is considered a sport and what is not. Because I thought about bowling, and I thought bowling is an activity that's televised, but other people might argue that it is that it is a sport. But if you're going to tell me bowling's a sport, then so is cornhole. Right. And I would never watch that on television. Well, and some people argue, if you're going to argue that, some people argue against cheerleading being a sport, but I would argue for it. Yeah. So I'd, so. Okay, so what is then the most boring one? Okay, the most boring one to me that I'm exposed to. How about that? <laughs> okay. I mean, right? That's fair enough. All right. Is baseball. Okay. Boring. Mine would have been golf. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. To make it more exciting or more enjoyable, shorten it. They're working on that. They've done that. They're working on that. They have done um, it this year. Because yes. that was my argument. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's just have a, so Have somebody boring. involved in it. That's That's what will get you. Because baseball was my bottom of the list yeah. sport, and well, now that my kids are involved in it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I have, get it. We have, We're well, it, yeah. I don't know if she'll get it, but yeah, our baseball season's getting ready, our softball season's getting ready to get fired up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, soccer? I don't I think like that soccer. soccer is not... I don't like it. I mean, it's not like boring to me. I just don't mm-hmm. understand it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of understanding it, thanks to Ted Lasso, but... Um, <laughs> I still don't understand it. I mean, I think I've got a hold of it. I just, you know. At least they're constantly moving. Well, they're constantly moving in baseball, but one one nil, like one, one nil. Yeah. And so they get like shots on goal. Oh, he almost got it. Mm-hmm. And then they I go the that. other end and they're dribbling. But they w- it would be much more exciting to me if in soccer if the ball were on fire. <laughs> Well, that, right. that, I mean, you could use that for anything. Which, like, but in this particular fire. case, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's well. like, at, throw throw some. But that, it, yeah. it's a sport that could really, you know, hot foot, hot foot. Oh, mm-hmm. hot, hot foot. Mm-hmm. You can't, you couldn't dribble it all the way down. It's like, I got to pass it to somebody well, else. You know, your your hands get hot when you're holding stuff. He's like, I got to set this down. Yeah. I got to hot potato this to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be a ball hog if the ball were on fire. Right. And I guess where I think... I have learned to appreciate the different sports as if, you know, if 
their physical capabilities. Those soccer players are some of the most athletic people in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, man. The distance traveled the distance, in an MLS game is remarkable. That and just their just their footwork and being able to do that. I don't know. It's just something fascinating to me. I respect it far more than I did, but I still would like to see, yeah. you know, like 12-11. Yeah. I got, I'd like to yeah, see more goals. Mm-hmm. Well, there ought to be at least two dozen goals scored in a game. That's what I think. Make the net bigger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or something. Or make the goalie smaller. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, on TV tonight, the season five finale of The Connors. On ABC, the series finale of The Goldbergs. Not Dead Yet. Season one finale on ABC, A Million Little Things. Season five finale. NHL playoffs, Edmonton at Las Vegas. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1979, Margaret Thatcher was chosen to become Britain's first female prime minister. In 1802, Washington, D.C. was incorporated as a city. 1937, Margaret Mitchell won the Pulitzer Prize for Gone with the Wind. That was her novel. Yes, it was a book before it was a movie. I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. Did you actually notice that I went to the uh, the bookcase and pulled that off last night? I noticed that you went to the bookcase because the uh-huh. ladder was there this yes. morning, but I did not know what you pulled off. Yes, Memo asked because that was actually her copy. Memo asked to see. Oh, yeah. She wanted to borrow her book back. No. Oh, mm, no. temporarily. No. Just to see it. She just wanted to see well, it. Well, that's borrowing it temporarily to mm-hmm. see that you've taken good care of it. Have you taken good care of it? Of course. Okay. Frankie Valley is 89 <laughs> today. Greg Gumbel is 77. Christopher Cross is 72. Willie Geist is 48. Dulé Hill is 48. Eric Church is 46. Cheryl Burke is 39. Speaking of Dancing with the Stars, there are your birthdays for today. Gone but not forgotten. It wasn't a real long list. Machiavelli in 1469. Golda Meir in 1898. Pete Seeger in 1919, James Brown, 1933. See you. The people say, <laughs> here we go to chart toppers. 1958, Phil and Don, you know them as the Everly, Everly Brothers. Brothers. Phil and Don. <laughs> Phil. Don. Can somebody wake Phil and Don up? <laughs> not working, huh? It's not working. The chart topper machine is busted. Dang. And I'm feeling a little like Joe D. Messina today. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of busted. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see. Something stupid, Nancy Sinatra and Frank Sinatra in 1967. That's the name of a song. I didn't make that up. Oh, okay. Uh, Disco okay. Lady in 1976 by you Johnny Taylor. Rhythm of the Night, DeBarge in 1985. Ace of Bass, The Sign in 94. <gasps> Rock Your Body, Justin Timberlake in 03. Oh, thank you, Phil and Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they were in a deep sleep. I mean, you can tell just... I think they're kind of divas. Mm-hmm. I used to think because that song, um, the Ace of Base song, came out when I was still a kid, and I would hear it in the in the grocery store, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I kept thinking it was I saw the sun, and I'm like, what? So it took me a while. <laughs> so I learned something. Uh, let me give you the rest of the chart toppers. Yeah, Katy Perry, Part of Me, number one in 2012, and uh, Gabby Barrett was number one in 2021 with the Good Ones.
So I had lived my entire life until yesterday and learned that Gwen Stefani's song, It's My Life, uh-huh. my life uh-huh. was a remake of a Depeche Mode song. Huh. And like I lived through all of the 80s, mm-hmm. right? If I know a decade of music, it's I 80s. know the 80s. And I don't know how I didn't know. I always thought that was a Gwen Stefani song. And come to hmm, find out, wow. it's a Depeche Mode song. Huh. I didn't know that either. No, I like More the Gwen Stefani version better because sure. I don't like Depeche Mode. But <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't know that it's song. You <laughs> tuned that out. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, beyond, I don't even like Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode, but it's one of the few songs by them I do know. And be, thanks for coming in with me. You're welcome. Good to see you. To, yep. um, I'll see you Saturday. Don't spend too much time on the ball field. We have a weekend off, so. Oh, you do? Yeah. For Derby weekend, so mm-hmm. you can do the plant fair, et cetera? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, be stubborn about your goals and flexible about your methods. Be stubborn about your goals and flexible about your methods. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today, remember God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Beach, for Whitney Carmen, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. 